Good morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers. On a Thursday morning, it's your boy Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. And I know this is going to confuse the sin out of you, but we got Jackson on today, not as the co-host of the Weekly Review, but as a podcast contributor, because we've got a topic to talk about. Jackson, how are you doing this fine Thursday morning? I'm doing great. How are you? Much better than that. Get excited. <laughs> there, there you go. All right, Jackson, our topic of conversation today is going to be the Angels slash Shohei Otani. So you grew up in Orange County. I know you've been to that ballpark a bazillion times. Let's not give everybody your address of where you grew up at because I don't want people, you know, coming by and looking for autographs or something like that. I mean, let's let's be honest, Jackson. You're you're more popular than I am between you and and Chop House Chatter and gosh, these people want to be around you. So that being said, where do you think the status of the Angels sits right now on the first day of I'm sorry, the 31st day of August? 2023 they're in a very weird position so uh for those of you who didn't pay attention they put a bunch of players on waivers which you know ever since they got rid of waiver trades that's not been really a normal thing to my understanding the angels are trying to get back under the luxury tax no so it could be interesting to see you know if they try to use that as kind of leverage and negotiations to maybe try to get Shohei Otani to return after this season. I mean, he's literally breaking his body for the Angels. So you can't you can't sit here and try to convince me that he doesn't have some sort of affection for the team or some sort of loyalty to the team because he's going out there and just ripping his body to shreds and carrying this. They haven't been very good during the after the uh, trade deadline. Excuse me, but um. You know, it's interesting that the Angels are trying to get back under the luxury tax uh, to maybe try to reset that and try to kind of reload. But I don't know. I'm not Perry Manassian, the the Angels GM, so I have no idea what's going on. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K, Bill. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love That wasn't what I was expecting for a Thursday morning. It's awesome. So what, now that we know that Shohei has a, Tear in his UCL. Um, what does that mean? Do you think? So I'm going to try to lead you into an answer here, which is a really weird way of asking the question. <laughs> what do you think specifically? Where does that leave Shohei now? And does it benefit any specific team or not? Now, because two weeks ago, everybody was going to pay. 600 million for 10 years for Shohei. Now, I don't know that they're going to do that. What do you think? I think it puts more teams on the table. Because if you can maybe, you know, pay a little bit less a year and maybe kind of try to, you know, talk him down on the, the value of the pitching because he might, you know, who knows if he can pitch again after a second Tommy John surgery. You know, most guys don't survive one, let alone two. Um so it'll be interesting to see. I think more teams will be in on them. I think some of these fringe playoff contenders that you see, uh, Arizona, I think San Francisco will be heavy in just because the bat alone. I mean, if you look at his his stats over the last three seasons, he's got like 120 home runs over the past three years. So 
I mean, it's that de- it's definitely worth paying for the premium bat. It's how much you can negotiate down uh, the the pitching side, I think, without him being able to pitch for a whole year and maybe ever again at the MLB level. So it'll be interesting to see how that develops. I don't think teams are going to offer as much money, but I don't think money was ever an important thing for Shohei Otani. I think he's kind of a competitor, and the money thing is more kind of a respect thing for him that he gets paid what he's worth rather than getting paid for the sake of having. Six hundred billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm gonna respectfully disagree with you on one thing, and then I'm gonna walk you through why. And I'm also gonna maybe have you help me understand this. I think this gives the Angels a, tra- a strategic advantage, and everybody else maybe not so much because of what you said. I agree with the pitching side of it. He's 29 years old. He's coming up on year 30. He may never pitch at the MLB level again. So effectively, you're hiring a designated hitter. Okay. Um, the Angels know what they got. They like what they got. I don't think he's going to get more than $300 million, But I would gander to say it would be a, a three- or four-year contract where he might get $200 million for four years. Still an expensive contract, still $50 million a year. Um, but I don't think you're going to see the long-term contract I can anticipated because again, take for example, the Dodgers, the, um, the Yankees, uh, some of these contenders right now, um, the Red Sox. So the Red Sox hired a full-time DH and Justin Turner and he's killing it right now. Right. I'm not comparing him to Shohei, but if you're just saying he's just a DH, the Dodgers have two or three of those on their team. Um, the uh, the Cubs have one or two of them on their team. Like, so you have to find teams that don't have a DH already. And I think it benefits the Angels, but I also think it hurts the Angels too because what happens when Michael Trout comes back and he can't play center field as much? Are you going to sit Trout or Otani? You know, if Otani doesn't pitch athletic enough to play the outfield. Not if he can't throw. Bill, might I point you to Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos that the Phillies are running out there every day in the corner outfields. They can't throw either. That that doesn't matter. <laughs> Apparently. Okay. 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 I like I like <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying there are teams with outfielders that got they got noodle arms, you know. So he's usually the left fielder. Um not trying to throw anyone under the bus. Sorry I called out Schwarber and Castellanos. It's my duty as a Braves fan. Uh, to call that out, but hey, think... pandemic crew, I know where he lives. Go get him. Hey, Philly sports guy, go get him. <laughs> hey, Philly captain, go get him. I'll post his after this. I'll post his address on uh, Top Down Rivalries page. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> hey, I, I didn't say anything inflammatory. I, I think even they would tell you Kyle Schwarber is the worst left fielder they've ever seen. So I'm, I'm just saying, if one team's willing to play Kyle Schwarber in left field. I could see a team willing, you know, to play Shohei Otani in left field. Why not? Yeah, I. Okay, so uh, okay, so that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, now, do you think he's going to get a big contract? Depends on what he's looking like post surgery. I think that's kind of the big thing, and I think it's really in- interesting that he's postponing his surgery because it kind of mitigates that risk for him of teams being able to look at the medical they got it whoever signs him has to roll the dice 
without knowing what the elbow is going to look like in six months. Have they announced that he has to have surgery? They haven't announced that, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I hadn't heard that they had announced that he had surgery or needed surgery. Um, but uh, again, again, if I'm a GM or forget being a GM, if I'm the money guy, if I'm the owner of a team, I'm looking at this incredibly talented individual, probably arguably one of the best players, if not the best player that we've seen ever in baseball, but maybe at least in the last 50 years, um, one of the best, um, if not the best. And yet here I'm looking at this guy and I'm thinking, if he can't pitch, he's then he's a hitter. And then you got to put his numbers up against the other hitters this uh, overall. And that means you got to put them up against guys like Matt Olson, Aaron Judge, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, guys that have done it for quite a while, Pete Alonzo. Now, albeit Pete Alonzo hits a home run or he doesn't hit, but you've got to put him up against the likes of that. And then what does his elbow look like? Plus, I also know that if he does have surgery, I may not see him playing in a game until June. So the first season's a wash for me. Uh he had surgery post twenty eighteen. I think he played he played one hundred six games twenty nineteen. So I don't think that's that big of a concern. My concern would be more the healing process, you know, and it kind of saps the power a little bit. Yep. You know, do you just kind of backload the contract and kind of just eat a bit of money the first year just to have Shohei on your team? You know, so a lot of a lot of folks that I've talked to, uh, guys and gals that I've talked to, have said straight out, "I would like him. Um, I would want him on my team." But I want the contract to be really, 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 really performance driven. First year or two, give them whatever you know you could give them, but then make it performance driven in years three and four and five, just in case that power is not there. So what happens if you're paying fifty million dollars a year to a guy for years three through five or three through six? He can't pitch anymore, and he's hitting twenty seven home runs a season. You're paying an awful lot of money for somebody that wasn't what they used to be. So, uh, ask, the, ask the Baltimore Orioles about Chris Davis. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry, Baltimore fans. Hey, I'll publish his address for you too. Um, no, <laughs> but, I, but I that, agree with you. That, that, that is the fear, you know, whenever you're handing out a big contract, because, you know, Chris Davis, you know, for three, four years was, you know, unstoppable. The dude came out and hit like 14 home runs one April. The, the man was a walking, you know, he hit 280. He was good for 40, 50 home runs, 100-something RBIs, and all of a sudden he just fell off a cliff, couldn't hit the couldn't hit the baseball anymore. You know, and yeah. I think this injury really kind of gives teams an excuse to kind of lowball him. Yeah. And yeah. Which, is, which is unfortunate for Shohei because, you know, he's a good guy and he doesn't deserve to be lowballed, but at the end of the day, baseball is a business mm-hmm. and you got to worry about your investments. And, you know, the second, the second UCL injury in his elbow definitely puts a lot more risk as well, because, you know, we saw with Strasburg retiring this last week and his contract not being insured. You have to have an owner who's willing to maybe not insure a contract <laughs> that might yeah. be really big. So. Yeah. All of the Rangers with, uh, with Jacob DeGrom. Yeah. Uh, well, my my thing is, is yes, do I think that this hurts 
the Angels. I, I mean, uh, Shohei, yes. Do I think that it puts the Angels in a, a little bit better of bargaining position? Sure, because of all the reasons that you said, are you willing to dish out a, a decent-sized contract for what you don't know what you're going to get? Where the Angels already know what they're going to get. They already have a locker set up for them. Um, the fans love them in Anaheim. Uh, versus, you know, if you go to another team, another city, do you know what you're going to get? You don't. And I think it's very unfortunate for him because that it really does hurt him at the end of the day. It really does hurt him. But I, you know, baseball is a business before. Unfortunately, it's a business before it's a game. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, interesting note you said about, you know, the Angels knowing him. It's interesting because, you know, they asked the Angels GM how long, why they waited so long to do an MRI on his elbow. And the Angels said, well, Shohei didn't want one. So the the real question is, is there going to be another team that will offer that kind of leeway? You know, the Angels kind of just let Shohei be Shohei. Yeah. You know, if Shohei needs medical attention, Shohei will go, go get medical attention. You know, if he yeah. if he looks a little gimpy, they're not going to walk over and be like, hey, Shohei, you need to sit on the bench. They're going to say, hey, Shohei, you still get to play? If Shohei says yes, that's the end of it. So, <laughs> exactly. you, you know, the, the guy's a, a competitor, a gamer. Like I said, he's been destroying his body all season and what seems like a loss well what is a loss season for the angels but you know will other teams be willing to let him play i don't want to use the word reckless because that kind of has a a negative connotation but you know just kind of go out there and give his 110 percent in every game when they're putting money into him whereas the angels kind of just you know they let shohei be shohei shohei be shohei exactly exactly well jackson i think we've done this this topic pretty good um I, I, top fan rivalry followers, I asked Jackson to be on because he is, first of all, he's a top fan stats guy. We know him. We love him. We like where he's at. Um, and he'll give it to us straight. In addition, tonight at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern, you're going to want to jump on because Jackson's going to be on with, I believe, Mikey Bleeds Blue. And there's going to be a topic of conversation that is, who wins the NL Wild or NL MVP? And is it Matt Olson? Is it Ronald Acuna Jr.? Is it Mookie Betts? Is it Freddie Freeman? So these boys are going to have some fun with it. I guarantee you uh, it'll be an interesting debate uh, going through. And so I look forward to seeing how it all plays out. But Jackson, as usual, thank you so much for being on the show. It's fun to have you on a podcast. When it's not the weekly review, which we're going to be uh, filming on Friday. So you give me Thursday, Thursday night, Friday. I know. All we, of a sudden, it's just Jackson and Bill time. I know. We need we need to hop back on. Uh, for those of you who have not watched the Decade series uh, yes. on the Top Fan website, go back and watch those. I, I want to do more stuff like that. So maybe keep an eye out this offseason. We'll, we'll keep some yeah. fun stuff coming. Absolutely. Well, Jackson, enjoy your Thursday morning, and we will talk to you tonight. All right. See you then. All right. Talk to you later.